Wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. Should we do a clap? Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. I snapped. Oh my god, we did it. Yeah. I snapped, but I can hear it. I mean, I see it on my okay. thing. Okay, cute. Um, hi, Caitlin. Hi. I can see your face. Oh, I'm like, should we tell people, like, where we yeah. are? Yeah. Like, is this, like, breaking rules? This is our first face-to-face in, since fucking February. Yeah. <laughs> Martyr had corona. I've probably been exposed to corona, so... I mean, at this point, it's a small gathering, so yes. they. I feel like the guidelines are like, well, I guess they're changing right now too. But they th- say like large gatherings outside or. There's something about like if you're like in a small friends group, it's yeah. okay to meet. I don't know. That's don't what know. someone told me. We're okay. We're it's doing fine. okay. Everyone in nightlife had corona already. Yeah. So whatever. Um, but hi, welcome to my apartment. Yes. So. A- Martyr has the third apartment that we've recorded in. Yep. This is the new one. Yep. It's very small. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but it is closer to my new apartment. That is true. So that's Your Uber good. ride here is so cheap. I'm well, so I also walked like 40 blocks. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, tea. that makes sense. Um, well, anyways, let's get into our little shit show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we should like actually um, start this. Who? What are we doing today? Who are we doing? Who are we doing? <laughs> So we got Martyr's roommate. <laughs> <laughs> Just some rando off so the street. So wait, what are we calling this episode? It's like the... It's a Halloween hangover. Ha- Halloween hangover. Uh, so we got another spooky bitch. Spooky bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Martyr pitched it. Um, spooky bitch. We got she, Linda Felcher. She's Brooklyn's ghoul and, I don't know, bed might chore. <laughs> <laughs> Linda Felcher. Accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hi, Hi, Linda. Hi, everyone. <laughs> How's it being Martyr's roommate? This is not on the outline. But <laughs> Dramatic. It's fun. It's it's a new adventure every day. I get drunk and get mad. <laughs> like, is she having a breakdown every other minute? I mean, who isn't? Who isn't? <laughs> I know. It's a good time to be having Linda a was having a meltdown yesterday for her live show. Yeah. It went over very well. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I tend to overthink things, but it's okay. Whatever. Oh, it worked out. It worked <laughs> yeah. out. It turned out really good. Don't worry. We're going to get into digital drag. Yeah. So how has life been for you during the pandemic? It's been interesting. <laughs> uh, very up and down. Um, it's definitely been definitely just like a shake up. Like um, I felt like before quarantine, I was on like a certain trajectory with my career and this is sort of like been like no (laughs) no (laughs) um but it's okay like it's definitely I feel like it's been a bit of a reset for a lot of people in terms of like making us reevaluate what's important um it's definitely been hard though because I've had to like move several times it's been very um, I've had a lot of weird stuff happened in my life uh like my grandmother passed away from covid it's yeah it's been like it's just been very very 
unstable and finally like in this current place i feel like i'm finally stable and now i can like focus on making drag again like i took a bit of a break for a little while during this but i'm ready to come back yeah i think a lot of people are in the same boat yeah at least they're still in Brooklyn. A yeah. lot of people can't say the same. For now, <laughs> who knows where we're going to be in here? Yeah, I'm going to do a what hell escape the <laughs> city or our lives will be. <laughs> or maybe, like, we'll, I don't know. I really want an estimate of, like, how many people have left. I want to yeah, know, yeah, how many drag queens have left. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Certainly a very high number. I, I still love the queens that left, and they still have NYC in their name. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Were we talking about that? I don't know. I was talking about that with I somebody. I think it was you. you. Maybe. Yeah. It's so funny. It's so funny. Although what really hurt the most was um, drag icon and legend Shanita Bump doing a live show. And then instead of seeing NYC next to their name, it was LA. And I was like heartbroken. Oh. I, I saw was heartbroken. Too. I guess they're from LA. No, oh. they just moved out there. Oh. Yeah. They're with their partner. LA is yeah. very expensive. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know how they're doing it, but they're doing it. So <laughs> the one good thing that happened out of COVID is her and her girlfriend like randomly falling in love and being perfect together. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I don't really know them. So. Um, we're I obsessed. I just go through Mark here. Yeah, <laughs> we're obsessed. So um, shout out to Shanita. <laughs> <laughs> so back to Linda. Back to Linda. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you originally get your drag name? Um, it was honestly a joke. Um, uh, I think Christ with a Q did, was just like s- posted something on Facebook and we we're like coming up with fake drag names. And then I just like posted that Linda Felcher. And I'm like, wait, actually? <laughs> actually? Cursed. <laughs> Maybe there's something to that. And yeah. I'm always so slow on like the like the intake of like what the drag name is. Like I just like finally realized it's a Bob's Burgers. It's okay. <laughs> like I didn't even think about it. It's fine. Like certain like names, I'm just like, yeah, sure, that's your name, whatever. Linda, do you want to explain what felching is on the? <laughs> I, I mean, that's up to you. No, you definitely don't. explained it okay. in your recent. <laughs> <Please don't. laughs> um, it is very funny though when people uh, when I tell people my name and they like recognize what felching is because okay. i can like pick out the freaks and like okay yeah <laughs> i mean is that i don't even know like is that like a lgbt thing or is that just a straight people thing too it's an explicit sex act <laughs> um i would say can't wait Google to get it, that e. <laughs> but not at work <laughs> does this count as work we're not getting paid i guess I mean, you can talk on- about it our our um we have an explicit rating. Sometimes, not okay. always. Well, <laughs> yes, we do. Always. Yeah. Oh, work. Just in case, like in case we curse or something. Oh, work. Okay. Which we do every episode. Yes. <laughs> well, well, it's basically just, um, you know, licking comments out of someone's butthole. Okay, <laughs> <delicious>. <laughs> licking. That's a new one. That's not what I heard. Anyway. It it can be sucking. <laughs> it can be swallowing. <laughs> Just cu- the come to mouth from a butthole process. And that's why this is a Halloween hangover. <laughs> yeah, this is a very Halloween episode. We don't even have to get to our last question. Oh, no. oh, we're, right, we're right here. I know. So how would you describe your drag aesthetic and performance style for people who have never seen you? Um, I would, like, I like to describe myself as a shapeshifter. I feel like I don't have 
I don't really give myself a set of rules in terms of like an aesthetic that I need to follow, but they're definitely like certain trends that like come out. Like I, I do use a lot of like masks that I make and puppetry and I tend to go more toward the ghoulish um, creature cryptid not not necessarily always like a specific thing but sometimes um very like lee bowery inspired in oh, terms yeah. of like i see lee so much when i see like what you're up to thank you mm. yeah he was a huge inspiration for me um yeah i like i like creating like stories and like little like in my performances, I like it to be like a dream. Like you're witnessing like some, so I don't want to just do a number. I want you to have like an experience. With I like numbers. that. Yeah. I, th I wish more queens would do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I still think about the first time I saw you perform because it was horrifying to everybody in the audience. Wow. And that was at Bushwig 2018, I think, um, with the supermodel. Oh, no, that was at um, was Mrs. That BK. Mrs. BK. What did I say? Bushwig. Uh, Bushwig. Oh, yeah. Mrs. BK. Excuse me. <laughs> and um, you did Supermodel from Clueless, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it was super slow down and you had like a demonic mask on. And then you had an enema underneath the mask and you squirted and the blood got everywhere. Oh in my the God. Audience and people were like, pissed. people were either like amazed by it or like pissed off by it. I was like, that's how you do a performance. <laughs> Very Brooklyn. Uh, um, yes, that's the thing that sticks in my head. A lot okay. about you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> we'll definitely talk more about that in our second section. Um, so where are you from originally? Um, I'm from Long Island, uh, the ah. town of Massapequa. Oh, it's nice <laughs> over there. Uh, yeah, it was It's interesting growing up there. <laughs> Is that a conservative area in Long Island? Yeah. yeah. It's really weird because um, you would think that being like – it's only like a half hour outside the city. You would think that it would be more like liberal. No, 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 no. I always say, because I'm from Staten Island, I always say Staten Island, Long Island are the same place with yeah. same people. And like Staten Island is so conservative, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. Um, there's definitely like weirdos out there, but it's like, it was always like definitely hard to like create any kind of like community out there. I don't know, as soon as I like, graduated college I had to like go back and it was just like so like it like having group of queer friends for four years and then like living two years without like any of that yeah. or having to like come to the city like whenever I wanted to like just be myself was like it was hard so yeah, yeah. I can't even imagine yeah but I'm here now so yeah you did it you got out <laughs> no it's hard it's you, hard to get even though it's like so close it's still like so far you I both got right. out you both are islanders i know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i finally got out this year so now i'm still voting in staten island because my vote actually matters there yeah <laughs> like it's actually important me though. with florida uh yeah since exactly. it's coming out in early november um kids go vote thank you oh yeah <laughs> this is coming out before the election so the world hasn't ended yet, so go vote. Go vote. <laughs> <laughs> you can make the world not end, hopefully. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see how Russia thinks. <laughs> oh, my God. So I know you studied a lot in performance art. Mm -hmm. How did that affect how you perform today? Um, it definitely, like, helped train me. Like, um, 
even though I've only been doing drag for about four years, I've been a performance artist for like a decade. So yeah, so it's definitely helped inform everything. I feel like drag is just sort of like the evolvement of what just naturally happened. Mm -hmm. It was always something that I've been interested in since my childhood. And um, yeah, like um, performance art and studying that sort of freed me from... um, and it, you studied in college, right? Yeah, I went, I went to SUNY Purchase. Oh, that's oh. a good school. That's a good school. <laughs> Those Purchase kids, I oh, swear Yeah, they're all very artsy. Uh, a lot of, and a lot of us queens are from Yes, this. I forgot about that. Literally, like, everyone from Brooklyn <laughs> is from SUNY I forgot about that. Um, but, yeah, it was definitely, like, I started out as, like, a visual artist, and that sort of, I just, I feel like it all sort of drag sort of, combines everything that I've learned throughout my life into this. Are there any, like, themes that you've focused on, like, that have carried over? Um, yes, actually, like, um, paying attention to the audience or interacting with the audience. Mm -hmm. A lot of my early performance artwork was kind of creating scenarios that the audience would have to, like, participate in. So sometimes I incorporate that into my numbers, but even if it's not, I'm still like, I'm thinking about how the audience perceives my work. Cause that's not always true with performance art. Like there's mm-hmm. a lot of performance art that's like completely. They like, don't care. <laughs> yeah. But that was always something that was always really important to me. Like, I think that's what is so, um, there's one of the like major factors or benefits of, performing live is the uh, like the audience is an integral element and um yeah well if i think i agree like a thousand percent that's like one of my biggest critiques with like drag in general is if like the artist doesn't care about the audience experience because Mm. it's it's a you know symbiotic relationship between like audience and performer a lot of performers just care about themselves and they're not really thinking yeah. bigger picture that is also what's so interesting about digital drag is that like it is such a different format and different mode of creating work than performing live there isn't that like instant feedback or that same kind of energy exchange that happens mm-hmm. i mean i still i actually do really love making videos but it's a very different process and um, it takes a lot more time and energy to make something satisfying um, in that format. Whereas, like, perf- like performing live, you can just, like, come up with something. And it can be, like, not polished. And it's sort of like a test run. So, I don't know. Yeah, yeah you can kind of perfect it. But digital drag, it is. Though I feel like live shows are kind of like an anything goes kind of situation, but I think if it's like pre-recorded, it's more like tailored. Yeah. Yeah. So you, I don't know if you want to get into this, but you consider yourself gender fluid. Yeah. Is that the term? Yeah. Yeah. So you're gender fluid. Um, How has that affected your art as a drag artist? Oh, I don't even like, (laughs) I feel like it's so like entwined, like, um, I guess the just the idea, like I very much like the term shapeshifter because I feel like that's sort of 
how I go about life in general. Like I don't really ascribe to any particular rules with uh, the way, like my gender or like the way I perform. Like I feel like whatever I'm feeling is just sort of like that's it at the time or. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you ever have like a critique on gender and like the binary system? Yeah, um, I think that it's all like very personal. Like for me, I don't feel like I don't feel a connection necessarily to any sort of gender role. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that's like been ingrained with me since I was like a kid. Like I never never understood like why I was being separated from the other sex, quote unquote, that um, like I didn't understand why I was, you know, forced to do certain things or act a certain way. Like it was all very like arbitrary. And like luckily I I grew up in a family that was generally accepting, you know, like 90s people still like didn't understand everything and like parents always make mistakes and like that's fine but um it's nice to like grow with people who are willing to learn and I'm I'm still learning about like how I feel about my gender and stuff and I feel like um I feel like that's a good rule for a lot of people is like you know we're all in flux like there are definitely people who have a very like clear idea of like who they are, but it's also okay like to not know. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a long journey yeah. for all of us. Yeah. Even people who think they know. I think the people who are like the most convicted about how they feel are probably like the ones who are probably questioning themselves the most. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we don't. Um, so the last question for this section is: How did you get into the drag scene in Brooklyn? Um. That. It was interesting. It was definitely a lot having to do with, um, like how I said, like the my name, like um, being friends with Christ was sort of uh, even like they were one of the earliest people to book me for their show, straight to DVD. Um, but that wasn't the first show I was in. I was my first show was in um, a DIY uh, drag and harsh noise night called Harsh Noise Beat Face. Um, uh, that was uh, produced by Reagan Holiday, who is now a Philly performer. Ah. Um, uh, and they they're a very good friend, also from Purchase. Um, and <laughs> just take over I yeah <laughs> um but i feel like when i first moved here there was a lot more um at least in the brooklyn scene there was a lot more interchanging between like the musics the queer music scene drag uh experimental comedy uh performance art there was a lot more like in chain inter um there was a lot more communication and also in the DIY scene, uh, there was also a larger DIY scene, DIY scene. And, um, because of the past few years, a lot of those closures, I think that's sort of why partially there has been more of a, 
I don't know, compartmentalizing, maybe also dr- the the increasing rise of drag race, even though yeah. that's been for the past decade, but I definitely think that always... There, there is a noticeable change, though, within the past, like, four or five years, though. When did you move to Brooklyn? 2015? Okay. Fourth of July, 2015. Did you see any, like, performers before, like, they made it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, the, like, actually, even before I moved, I would come to the city a lot, um... And a lot of my close friends um, were in like the comedy scene, so mm-hmm. I would I would go see like Julio Torres and Anna Fabrega, um, uh, and Spike Einbinder and like uh, and Lorelai Ramirez, um, and that was sort of like my like inkling back into performance. Like I I wasn't really performing then i did some performance art things here or there but nothing big but like first it was like the comedy scene that i would like go to a lot and it's wild to see how much they've risen um and then yeah i got more into the diy scene and um, i've never even heard of the diy scene you have to explain that to me. it's very like under i guess it's kind of underground um is it that just, like clubs? Like where do they? Yeah, I mean that's the thing is okay. like a lot of those spaces closed down, but okay. a lot of like noise and a lot of um, like I feel like oh like for instance like I I didn't go to Bath Salts that much because mm-hmm. I, I sort of like went in on the I literally went to their last show and their first <laughs> and their reunion show which was a month later, but <laughs> that was really informative of my drag. That's good. Um, yeah, like Macy Rodman, she's awesome. And um, oh, I don't know. It's like it's so wild to like think about. Um, it was a very Brooklyn was a very different place because yeah. that's also when I kind of got involved with Brooklyn. I yeah. think as well. So um, I think the wildest one, like I didn't um, was seeing like Sasha Valore's rise to mm-hmm. glory. Like I was a fan of her work before she was on Drag Race and like it was funny because like I think that year I'm like oh if there was a queen I would love to see on Drag Race it would be her and Mm -hmm. she lo and behold on the next season and uh was very successful I didn't really know her though but like a lot of my friends know her um and that was really wild just because I don't know I was impressed very impressed with like I I, like got her yeah her her the way she thought of drag I very resonated with the way I think of drag as a visual artist who mm-hmm. like sort of I think she's kind of able to take more abstract concepts and just make it mainstream yeah which yeah. is like so hard to do so yeah. good for you Sash. yeah <laughs> that was really that's really wild um I don't know like I need to think about it because <laughs> I don't know it's so wild because New York is just like they, like there's all these people in the industry that you can like see or meet and they're just like there and it's just wild but i mean just like they're just people <laughs> i don't know uh yeah i'm the, sure there's more to mine but all the brooklyn and manhattan girlies that like are famous now they're pretty chill yeah like, just seeing them like about but it's also like special to be like oh they complimented me tonight yeah like, yeah uh, um but they're still around also like whenever someone's like we all know they're on like drag race or whatever yeah. dragula yeah. but you just see him around you're yeah. like 
We know. We like, we know. No. <laughs> Saw you at the vault, girl. <laughs> yeah, no, like the vault. R.I.P. R.I.P. Oh yeah. Also, I come to mind um, Bacala. Like I knew Bacala through Colin Self, who is uh, really important. Like they, I didn't have a drag mother, but I have drag mentors, mm-hmm. even if they didn't realize it. <laughs> but Colin, <laughs> Colin Self was definitely like a huge mentor toward me because they organized like this like vocal on ens- experimental vocal ensemble that I was a part of and sort of still am it's sort of like mutated because they moved to Berlin and stuff but like being part of that kind of like helped me get comfortable performing again and well Colin and um Bacala I think were partners at one point but like so uh, I think Bradley uh is their name um would just be in the scene a lot and that's just that's just wild seeing someone who like would just like make costumes for their friends and then I was like making costumes for like celebrities and stuff as well. It happens a lot. A lot. Especially over here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's it's just like, oh, there they are on MTV. You know, like stuff like that. Yeah. Um, But I didn't, I didn't know them super well, but it's just like one of those things where like, oh, you see all these people in the scene all the time and then like, they (laughs) ascend. Yeah. Um, I think we should take a little break. Okay. Because the Jake train keeps passing I by. Know. Yeah. I want to hear. I want to know how it sounds on the audio. I'm sorry, guys, if this annoying ass train keeps. We'll, we'll it's part right of the ambiance. We'll be right back. Kids. I mean, that's how you know we're in Brooklyn. Bye. Right, bye. Bye. Wig. Okay. Am I supposed to clap? One. No. I mean, you can if you want. (laughs) Okay, that one I'm pretty sure. I love that you included the claps in. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was like, like, wow, we're so professional. We were talking during it, so I was like, okay, you know, these kids can get a little. I mean, it is funny. I feel like we're not trying to be like fancy. I think (laughs) this is my approach to editing. I feel like if it has a natural feel, I'll keep it in. That's, um, that's why I keep in some of your, like, we can cut that out. And then, like, three seconds I know, later. which I piss, gets me pissed off every time. I'm like, fuck, Martyr. Because you say it, and I'm like, well, fuck, Caitlin. Now I have to do that. <laughs> but and I then, know you would keep it in anyway, so. Usually, if you wouldn't say it, I would have taken it out. But since you say it, I keep it. Because <laughs> <laughs> there, there are stuff that I'm like, okay, yeah, I should take that out. But usually it's Only like harmless shit. Only if it's like shit. super defamatory. Yeah, usually it's like out. harmless shit. And I'm like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> no one's listening anyway. Um, <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> I was like, no one, like every time I think about like recording an episode, I'm like, no one's going to listen to this. But then I'm wrong. Somebody yeah, listens. someone listens. I don't know. It's not um, me. We got... We get reviews every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. our one-star review on Apple iTunes. <laughs> I don't know who did it, <laughs> but I certainly added a lot of five stars after that from random devices to get it back. <laughs> oh, my God. That's <laughs> cheating, Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, we have so, like, few listeners. That doesn't matter. I think it only brought us down to, like, a 4.75. Yeah, I was just mad. I was like, how dare you give us a one-star? If you li- give us a one-star, please leave a comment. Yeah, me. I want to know why it was a one-star. Like, what p- what part were you like, this is it? <laughs> yeah. This is the one-star. This, this is the part. We get it now. 
I don't know. Anyways, we're back. We're back. We're talking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're back, we're back with Linda Felcher. We're um, back with Linda. I'm so glad none of y'all clicked away. Um, but we were talking about this on the break a little bit, and yeah. we got a little bit of a rant, but digital drag. Linda, you've been doing it. Um, I helped you with the performance last night. Yes. Um, how has that been going for you overall? How are you enjoying it? Do you think this is the future of drag? Um, it's interesting. Um, where do I begin? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I do... I, I think I like making pre-recorded videos more than doing like these like live streaming shows just because I feel like um, a lot of the live stuff, there's a lot of uncertainty and with technology and connections and you put all this work into it and sometimes it doesn't come out the way you want it. Whereas when you're making a pre-recorded video, you're it's kind of the opposite. Like you're putting a lot of thought into it. And I actually, I really enjoy the process of making videos and constructing stuff and editing, but it is, it definitely takes a lot more time and energy to, you know, put out content that you're really proud of with that. So it's definitely a different mode of making performance. Um, and it, um, I actually, during quarantine, I've kind of gone back and forth. Like, I was making stuff a little bit in the spring, and then I had to move, and then I didn't make anything until June, and then I'd just been on hiatus until, like, literally, like, the past few weeks, because um, Halloween's, like, my favorite time, and it's usually the time I get booked the most, so I've just been coming up with more content and um, ideas, and I have some things that I'm coming out with the next two weeks, so stay tuned. You, you can tell us what they are, because okay. they'll be out already. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, uh, last night, um, I was part of this, like, um, my friend, uh, John, he's, like, uh, this, like, porn review show, and um, they'll take, like, uh, like experimental porn and we'll create like uh, little skits or stuff out of it. So I'm calling the church. <laughs> <laughs> this the the one we reviewed was called Cafe Flesh and it was about like this like post apocalyptic like sex club um, where like only where like you are either a neggy or a posy, which means like neggies um, because of radioactive fallout, like most of the population became asexual, except for like the very small population that is still sexual. They would have like, uh, they would be forced to perform at these like sex clubs. And so I made a number inspired by that. It was actually for like a porn. It was like really like thought out and like, it was like a, it was like a, Cin real cinematic, really interesting cinematic like world building that I was like really impressed with. Um, R slash porn with plot. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but so I had this idea. I wanted to do like an erotic kind of number, but knowing the like restrictions of like Instagram live and stuff, I know I couldn't like do anything too explicit. So I, I don't yeah. know. I thought of making this like sentient glory hole thing. 
So, <laughs> so yeah, you can see. Oh, that's what that is. That's what I'm wondering. So I made all these like cutouts and I edited like my eyes and my mouth to uh, project. I have a projector and I projected it, like did a rear projection thing. So I was like lip syncing through it and yeah. We're looking at a cardboard cutout. What it's like this? a science board you used yeah, in like Yeah, it's like, like the science grade. boards back when we had like science projects. Yeah. But made to be very, sexy. Yeah. <laughs> but there's like holes cut in it and then there's like pink tape around it. Yeah. yeah. And that being a glory hole, I can see it. <laughs> I feel like that's a lot of holes right next to each other. Yeah, there's a hole. lot of holes going on. But you know, it's a weird <laughs> apocalyptic future. Maybe people yeah, have like yeah. five Maybe dicks. Maybe there's we like lots it. of different... <laughs> Yeah, and, like, like, what is actually, who's behind that? What is behind, like, I don't know. It kind of reminds me, like, Futurama or something. Mm, Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, Me and Linda are in a show that just premiered. What? Coming out, I guess. Okay. Oh, Um, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We're doing doing Cats with Emmy Grant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because Martyr's been so obsessed about the new Cats movie it's since last mac. year. It's a train wreck. I love so that So the fact that this is happening, I was like, oh, this makes total sense. I didn't get the role I wanted, but Uh-oh. I got a role I can do something with. <laughs> yeah. Who are you playing? Who are you both playing? Um, I'm playing uh, Skimble Shanks, the railway cat. The railway cat. Well, that's perfect. You live next to the... <laughs> yeah, <subway>. actually. <laughs> I know, right? Literally just film right yeah, now. Honestly, um, I am Asparagus, or just Gus, <laughs> um, the theater cat. Um, I'm waiting for some props to come in. I haven't recorded my video yet, but I, neither of us have. <laughs> but I'm so excited. When is this happening? It's on Halloween night. Uh, it's, like well, it's over then. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's at 7, I think, 7 or 8 Eastern. Um, I think it's going to be on Twitch. I'm, but I might actually watch that because it'll be fun. I just want to. Yeah, that. it's gonna be chaotic. I mean, <laughs> I'm excited for it. It's a pretty big like cast too. There's a lot yeah. of people doing it. Um, I don't know. It's gonna be cursed. Let's yeah. just say that. Is, do you think it's gonna be as cursed as the 2019 movie? Oh, we can only hope. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is 2020 yeah. now, so like, how we'll much see. more cursed can you get? Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Um, and then I just have a few other things. Like I have, I submitted a video for um, this haunted hard drive show of a video I made back in April. It's like a spooky, like Hellraiser themed thing where I have like my eyes shown sewn shut and. Ooh. Uh, then there's this other spooky thing um, where I'm like a Kate Bush ghost that I'm currently working on. Well, so and that goes into our next question. Yeah. <laughs> so whenever, any, whenever I talk about you to other people who don't know who you are, I'm just like, it's Kate Bush. Oh, okay, yeah. You're like, sense. you know, haven't you seen Kate Bush run around in drag? Like, <laughs> it's probably Linda. me. <laughs> And then I just show everyone your videos. So how did the whole Kate Bush thing start? Um, I don't know. I've just always been a fan of her work. Um, a lot What's of my your favorite Kate song? Oh, I can't. <laughs> the Dreaming, the whole album, The Dreaming. <laughs> that's, all, that's how I'll answer. I think I play your least favorite one, or at least the least favorite video a lot. Wait, which favorite. one? Um, 
the woman's world or work. No, that's one of my favorites too. Uh, but I every time I put the video on, you're like, that's so sad. <laughs> it, it's like I, I like. Um, I I need to be emotionally prepared. <laughs> yeah, no, Sasha's version of that, I've cried at many a time. Um, it's on YouTube. I, I love that song. So yeah, it's a great song. It's a good song. Um, but yeah, I don't really know the moment where I was like, yes, Kate. What was the first Kate number? I think it was my babushka Ooh. number. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, for uh, was that anime? Yeah, at anime. Uh, Black ladies, anime. Um, uh, we it was like witch themed, so I did my. I was gonna do you, Baba, from Spirited Away, but the whole reveal was like I'm like covered in uh, like a black shawl, and then a reveal, and then it's like a little puppet body under me because their proportions <laughs> in the yeah. movie is like giant head with like little body, so. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was the first Kate Bush number. But I don't know. I've always been a fan of her work. The past few years, though, I've just become more obsessive. <laughs> I feel like you're just always running in a field. Yeah. Doing Wuthering Heights somewhere. Babushka being your first performance is very surprising because, like, Wuthering Heights is, like, the one I think of. Because, like, yeah, she'll fucking do it like in the, the living room. Yeah. She'll do the fucking <laughs> performance in the living room with the songs on. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, well, there was, like, one... When I when I did that number, um, I was going through, like, a really, like, dark time in, like, the winter, and, like, I was unemployed. I was, like, really depressed, and, like, I was booked for, like, a video, like a show, and I'm like, I'm going to do this. I want to do this. I want to learn the choreo. So I practiced the choreo every day for, like, two months. <laughs> <laughs> and, like I've taught it myself through like YouTube tutorials. Oh my god! Oh my gosh, <laughs> and so like, I I don't know. I feel like, I feel like I got that number down pretty well. And it's very funny. Like whenever I really love, um, like recently I went to uh, a show. Garden Pick. Yeah, Garden Picks that Mother Teresa and Lauren put together for um, the Femme Defense Fund. Uh, and uh, Auntie Heim, Auntie Heim, I think it's, yeah, Auntie Heim um, did Weathering Heights, and everyone was like, uh, everyone's like, lo- a lot of people are like, is is does Linda approve of this? <laughs> I was in the audience, and it's fine. Like, sure, like it was actually really funny. Um, is I don't know, it's very funny. Um, I don't know, I'm not like the authority of Kate Bush. Yeah, I, I, I feel like a lot. a lot of queens have done Kate Bush over the yeah. years. She's pretty, like, prevalent. Um, yeah, she's, like, I just love her, like, she's campy, but in a very, like... Ethereal way. Ethereal, and she's also, like, just seems like a very nice person. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, she... I, she's such a recluse that we would never know. Yeah, that's know? true. She could be, like, a crone... I, I think she her house be. I think her house is falling into the sea from what I've heard. Or yeah, she like, like lives in the middle of nowhere. But I would somewhere. But I mean that's on brand for her. Yeah. Her no, I I hundred percent she was quarantining herself before yeah. the pandemic. Icon. Honestly, like life goals just be a uh, old witch in a house that's falling yeah. apart. So I don't know. I wish her well. Hope to maybe meet her one day, but who knows? Um uh but yeah, her like I don't know, her work is just like I 
I also get like a lot of like visuals from her mm-hmm. music. I don't, and that's what really draws me to like the music that I perform is they give me a lot of like mental images, and then that's sort of like what I want to recreate in my performances. So. Yeah, I think she has like a lot of depth with the lyrics yeah. and her videos too. Obviously, you have yeah. synesthesia, right? Yeah, I I have like my I don't know the degree of it. Um, when I was younger, I think it was more intense. I now I have it where it's like it is much less. It's more like um, I have associations with like letters, um, numbers, and like colors. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's how that's like the only way I can remember like number combinations is like they are different colors in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when I was younger though, it was definitely like weirder thinking about it. Like different like I from what I understand is that I'm very like sensory sensitive hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, like sounds and um, smells and tastes. Like I just. Um, I'm very sensitive to those things. And when I was younger, there was, like, I think more of a blur. Like, I remember, like, watching cartoons and then, like, tasting the colors and, like, weird stuff like that. But now I don't really have that. I have colors, or I see colors when I listen to music. Mm. That's, that's like, the extent of my synesthesia. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, I would say, like, Definitely sounds have, like, like, I don't, it's, when I was younger, I definitely experienced what you were saying more. Now it's, I don't know, maybe getting older, you just get numb to everything. I don't know. (laughs) Well, I feel like living in New York would have to, like, really, like, otherwise you'd be, your head would explode. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's so much sensory overload here. I've, I've learned we, uh, since we've been recording that train has passed us by at least 20 times, but like sometimes I just sort of like ignore it and like I don't even realize it's there. So. Well, that, like once you're around a train like long enough, yeah. you just stop hearing it. Yeah. When, when we first, like the first week we were here, it was definitely like a lot, but now I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> it kind of sounds like a, like an ocean wave. Yeah. No, I know. No, I know. I have, I've had friends who live by like trains before. And, yeah, like, I don't hate it anymore. Yeah. It's Fine. just like part of the ambiance. Yeah. <laughs> So we talked a little bit before about Omli Bowery. How, how have they inspired you? Like any specific looks? Any oh, I mean everything. There was a um, I saw the documentary that Charles Atlas made of him. I did as well. Back when I was in high school, and oh, that wow. literally like changed everything how I thought about art. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've like that sort of like I think started. I mean I've always like had like a secret desire to perform and like dress up and stuff but like that was like the moment where like oh i could actually do this mm-hmm. um but i didn't really start like selling and making my own stuff until much later maybe like a decade later um but um yeah i don't know just like not giving a fuck <laughs> and like completely deconstructing people's expectations with form and gender and I mean he was super problematic though and I think that needs to be said like there, How? if you <laughs> I don't know there he's he did what some did like racist he did uh, some like blackface looks that are like did he nah. I didn't even know this <laughs> yeah he d- and he did some like 
Nazi imagery in some of his work, and I think that needs to be stated because, like, it's... I, but it was also, like, during the 80s, there was, like, this huge, like, edgelord sort yeah, it of... It was more, like, being subversive. Yeah, yeah, and it's really, like, not... It didn't age well. Yeah. Um, not not great. Um, but I think at the time, they were just trying to push every boundary. Yeah. yeah. Um, but despite... <laughs> like, I definitely, like, saw, like, the good... Like, the interesting aspects of his work definitely like resonated um, um i think he definitely like created a blueprint for a lot of yeah artists. yeah and i think a lot of people don't even realize how influential like his work has been oh i know i didn't realize it until i watched the documentary either yeah. and I, I think that's what I really appreciate about the documentary is it kind of shows his ugly side too because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of documentaries will maybe shy away from like people's flaws and becoming. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've actually met Charles Atlas um, before too, ah. and he was really nice. Um, and he's a video artist, so that was also really interesting that you know a video artist that he worked with was making a work about his life was quite cool. Um, yeah. I think you're definitely like a very original like performer. What advice would you have for like people to try to be more original and like stand out? Um, ooh. Quit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Uh, that's already happened. So, (laughs) um, that's really hard. Um, like where do you get inspiration from? Like, maybe they could have, like... Everywhere. Everywhere? (laughs) Um, I would say, like, do what feels right. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't worry about, like, holding yourself to certain ideals or standards that, like, maybe other people in the... Because especially when you're starting out, I think it's important just to, like, make shit do shit even if it's ugly even if it's stupid Mm -hmm. even if it like fails because that's the only way you're gonna like learn uh yeah i guess be comfortable with failure (laughs) that's important in Um, anything (laughs) yeah and like stick to things that like you enjoy like don't like if you're not like i'm not someone who's like i i have like a certain interest and like the music I listen to isn't necessarily like what everyone listens to. So I don't know. I think it's just like stick to things that you like. Someone else is going to like it. And yeah, just be true to like your interests. And yeah. I like that. Yeah. Like to be honest, like I give a lot of credit, like even though I'm like a ooky spooky weirdo sometimes, (laughs) like I give a lot of credit to girls that like, try to do very, like, polished, you know, glam looks. I don't know if I can do that, like, maybe eventually, but, like, I give a lot of credit to, like, the artistry in that. It's just, it's different, Um, and that's okay. Like, we, like, that is also what's great about Brooklyn is that it is so varied, and you can be on a, a booking with, like, a very wide array of, like, kinds of drag, which is cool. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. I think on that note, we'll take a little break. Sure. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. 
Bye. Wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. We can only do this in person. I know. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> oh my god. My Kate Bush impression. That just woke me up. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, I really want to do a performance with Linda while she does her Wuthering Heights dance, and it's live vocals from me with my Kate Bush impression. <laughs> I would watch the hell out of that. Stay oh tuned. God. Stay tuned. That oh curse god, is probably that. coming. You guys should just do like a whole digital drag. Oh my gosh. Where we Show. switch live vo- vocals. Oh you do Sufjan Stevens and I'll do Kate Bush. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Cursed. 100% Blurst. Blurst. <laughs> okay, we're in our last little segment. Yeah. So Thank usually I ask queens if they want to be on Drag Race, mm. but I'm not asking you that question. <laughs> 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 I want to know would you be on Dragula? Um, I would consider it. I don't know if I'm like. At that point in my, I don't know, like we watched the resurrection mm-hmm. last night and uh, Martyr pointed out like how much artistry goes, like these girls like put into their stuff. I feel like I'm not at the level where I am, am comfortable where I'm like, okay, you have to like make all these looks in this short amount of time or, or like, I don't know. I feel like. I don't Would know you if collaborate I'm with other people, like other like designers. Yeah, like I mean, on the show? I think um, I I do know enough people that I think would be willing to like help me out, or I could pay to make stuff. But like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for that mentally. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, Dragula, what kind of turns me off a little bit is just it's like kind of typical reality when they're yeah. not like performing. They're all just like being bratty to each other. Yeah. That's what the also- fuck is Drag Race then? No, it's the same thing. <laughs> okay. I, I don't like that either. Yeah. That's why that's why I kind of I don't really like Holland, but I kind of like Holland because it's so short mm. that they can't really go crazy into like oh. big drama. I haven't, literally haven't watched. Yeah, episode. we haven't watched it yet. Well, you have my account. Yeah, we so. have your account. <laughs> no I think we're just a little burnt out after Canada. Um, it's the, so much. The There's one so thing much. I like about Holland, which is random tangent, is just because I guess like the it's an hour show in Holland. Mm. So they cut out a lot. Literally, the judging is my favorite thing about Holland because it's like two minutes long. Oh Literally, they say like one tiny thing about each girl and they're kind of like bitchy to each other. And that's it. <laughs> and it, I'm like, why can't every episode be like this? Yeah. I think that's why we kind of liked Resurrection. Yeah. Because, like, it was mostly about the performers. Yeah. That's there was, like, some petty drama, yeah. and it was, like, it was awkward. Like, they'd just be like, I'm that bitch. Yeah. No, I'm that bitch. <laughs> like, y'all are in, like, different con- uh, states <laughs> right now, but okay. <laughs> but um, I, I think... Uh, you and Shanita would be great on Dragula. So, um, yeah, Shanita is well, in LA already. So yeah. Um, halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> Future season four, five winner, Shanita bone. Yeah. Calling yeah. it now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, I would definitely out of, I would consider it in the future. Like it's definitely like not. It's definitely an option in my life, depending on where my career goes. It just, yeah, I don't know if like, 
reality TV is yeah. <laughs> what I can. So Camp Wadakiki is also out. <laughs> oh, no, no. Honestly, that I would that would be I think hilarious. You'd be great on Camp I should have asked you about getting on. Camp <laughs> Are they still filming? I just want to know. know what's going on. I don't know, but it, that was that was cute. I could I could see being stupid on that. Yeah, we I'm we shit on Camp Wanakiki a lot, but I think it's actually pretty entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. I mean, I've only seen the episodes with you and Jake Johnson. Yeah, so. that was good. Oh, <laughs> it's fun. It was fun. Um, do you have any future projects coming out, I guess, in November? November, December. December. Um, yes. So November. Well, actually, I'm not sure when the show is, but I'm working on Hollow Eve's um, show. Speaking of Dragula. Uh, yeah. Um, there. I think it will probably be early December is probably because I, I, I'm not sure, though. I need to talk to them. Um, uh, I am do want to kind of maybe produce a digital thing maybe for my birthday, which would be around that same time too. We'll see what like the world yeah. is shaped out to be. If but I do over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do I do wanna do some kind of like digital uh producing thing. Cause that was actually going back to pre COVID life, I wanted to start producing this year. That was like one of my major goals. But of course, you know. The world had different. <laughs> Honestly, I think producing a digital show might be a lot easier than yeah. producing a live show. Yeah, because um, they could just like give you the pre-filmed whatever, yeah. whenever. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that I in the maybe not too distant future, maybe you'll see a Linda production. That'd be great. Maybe you could be on work.com. Yeah. Because they've been expanding their YouTube. Oh. Go follow work. Okay. We're on there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I do already. Yeah, yeah. It's with three R's, yeah. right? What? Work. W-E-R-R-R-K. Yeah, it says W-E-R-R-R-R. Three R's. <laughs> three R's. Follow um, their YouTube because we're on their YouTube. Yeah. Just know that if you do do a digital show, I will be crashing it. <laughs> I mean, if you're not I, in I the show, I will not be, be I will not be weird. invited. I will crash it. <laughs> I mean, I'm here for that. Maybe crash land. Yeah. Ooh. Wink, 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 wink. Ooh. Okay. On themes, <laughs> you'll see. You'll see. Okay, well, <laughs> we, we can look forward to that. Um, what is the best advice you've been given about drag or just performing in general? I think. Hmm. Um. I need to think about this. Again, I always say quit. Just quit. <laughs> <laughs> also, it could be more than one thing. It doesn't have to yeah. be one thing. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever gotten it. <laughs> or like something you've like picked up from watching other people. Um, jeez. <laughs> nothing. Is, is, I've learned nothing. <laughs> no, it's just like, it's hard for me to, um, cause I feel like I've learned so much. It's hard to like pin it down. Yeah. Um, Maybe something practical. <laughs> <laughs> I would say like what I was talking about with like my advice is sort of just like try shit. Like part of being in Brooklyn nightlife is sort of just seeing, you know, all different kinds of people perform and try shit. And a lot of it doesn't land. And, um, but it's okay because, like, you learn from that. Um, 
I would say also paying attention to other kinds of performance. Like, I feel like I've learned so much, not just from seeing, like, drag shows, but seeing, like, comedy shows, mm -hmm. seeing, like, um, seeing music shows, like, what, what different performers bring to the table in terms of energy, in terms of what the audience responds to. Um, in terms of, like, confidence, I guess that that is a a thing is like you can like be a mess behind the stage or whatever <laughs> like <laughs> in life but like sort of work yourself into con convincing yourself on stage like being in the moment like i i i, f I kind of compare performing to like casting spells or like rituals because i feel like you're going into a different mental state and sort of like going with that um so yeah i guess performing with conviction when you're on stage even if you don't believe in yourself when you're off stage I, that's some good advice <laughs> um yeah i don't know like yeah i don't know just trying to <laughs> <laughs> being messy <laughs> i don't know be a messy queen carry yeah. everything um and start twitter drama for no reason yeah i'm definitely <laughs> gonna like, <laughs> i'm definitely gonna think of a better answer this like a week from now that's okay. Right here <laughs> like, is right here. I, I live with you. <laughs> Literally, so. you could just like record it, <laughs> and we'll just insert it'll it into in the episode. It'll be fine. It'll be completely seamless. Yeah. Um. So it's time for my favorite question. It's here's one question. I episode. asked more questions no, I this know time. You did. <laughs> Today you did. <laughs> um, what is the craziest thing, experience, or what have you that you've seen in nightlife? Or were a part of in nightlife, something that shook your core. Ooh. Um. And if it's really damning, please use aliases. Yeah, okay. it's like gonna get someone in arrested. Um, I would actually also say that night at Miss BK when Cheeky douched live on stage. That was. <laughs> A lot. Yeah. <laughs> and I will never forget that. Yeah. <laughs> that was... That was a whole... She... I think she had a spoken word beforehand, and then she went into Let the Rain Fall Down. And, and they used, like, Two Girls, One Cup, like, music oh, in the they? background. Oh, did they? And Let the Rain Fall Down, and she had a little kiddie pool, and she deuced live on stage. Yeah. Um, and it was one of two douching performances that year <laughs> yeah the other one was at a uh, metropolitan um with uh pepto bismol who douched waffle mix into a waffle iron and then ate it <laughs> oh. yeah there yeah, might have been chocolate them. chips in there and that's all too that's all i'll say <laughs> good old metropolitan oh boy, um, stage has seen a smells lot. like bleach for a reason Ooh. <laughs> Hey, they're gonna. They're adding bathrooms. Oh my, oh my god. Um, I would also say I know we keep on bringing her up, but like everything Shanita does, always gags me. Yeah. 
Um, ma- taking sausage out of her pussy. Um, I remember that. Eating a goldfish slide. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> um, I remember hearing about that. I think she shat on stage once. Really? Um, like real shit? I think it was like kitty litter. I didn't see Work. it, but I've heard about it. And it's just pretty iconic. Um, and then she was a serial killer. And she twerked with a bowl of cereal on her back. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Iconic. Yeah. She dressed as the scream killer. Yeah. She's like the embodiment of Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. yeah. I guess next year that'll be our guest. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we can get her. Um, mm. Also, like not drag per se, but performance art. Um one of the photographers I work with, Eli Schmidt, he works also with this really amazing um, performance artist, Rose Wood, and her stuff is super visceral and intense and, like, real, like, mutilation and, like, it's, oof, mm-hmm. it's wild and uh, makes you queasy. And if it makes you queasy, then it's doing something. Actually, that also reminds me of another, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my story> <laughs> another <laughs> performance that made me queasy. Um, I don't remember their names. It was like a couple. Was it a queen? Um, I think their names was like Mars. Fuck, I don't remember her name. But that that was another moment. I'll. It's going to kill me. I'll, I'll remember their name at some point. But it was at, I think, was it called, like, Love Gun? Back in, like, 2015, where one of them sewed the other's cunt up live on stage for real. And I literally, like, almost fainted. <laughs> How does that even work? It, it was like, they had, like, needles, and it was it was wow. intense. I, like, I, it's very funny, because I love, I'm, I love spooky stuff. I love the macabre, but I also am also very squeamish and a scaredy cat at the same time, too. I mean, yeah. Linda hates when I do finger guns at her. <laughs> guns are scary. <laughs> um... But, uh, like, I love, like, like the whole concept of, like, blood and stuff and guts is, like, doesn't gross me out conceptually. But if I see real blood, mm-hmm. IRL, I will literally faint. Like, it's, it's not oh. even a joke. Good thing you don't live in L.A. because yeah. a lot of the spooky queens, they all do that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah, anything that viscerally, like, if I get viscerally nauseous, I feel like that's, like, you're doing something right. Um, and all those people that I've mentioned have done <laughs> Cursed. <laughs> Martyr's gonna have to like bless this episode. <laughs> I feel so bad. I don't remember their names. I know. I remember one of their names, Mars. I don't remember her name. I'll add it later. Yeah. Uh, no Mars, I know, does like tattoo work now. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, and was in a really cool short film that Untitled was also in that was like uh, very Giallo esque, which is really cool. I think I know what you mean. Yeah. Last question. Where do you want to take your drag in the future? Ooh, this is actually really good because I've been thinking a lot about this during quarantine. Um, uh, You know, it's very uncertain about, like, our status with, like, live performing. So I definitely, 
you know, making digital work, I definitely want to get back more into video making. Mm -hmm. And I think video, I can see myself delving into that more. Um, I don't really know what that might look like. I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. Like, do I start a YouTube channel? Do I like do I make other people's videos? Is that something I'm capable of? Do- like I've oh, been th- definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, I've been thinking about going back to school for filmmaking or you don't need to go to school as someone with yeah, a I degree know. in film. Don't do it. Yeah, that's, oh, that's also, <laughs> you can learn everything online yeah. and you don't have to waste your time. That, that <laughs> was also like, I think I just want to take either like some online classes or just like, do it look up, yeah. Cause, um, unless like I get paid to like, go to germany or something skillshare sponsor yeah. code <laughs> um get me out of this country to get a master's and <laughs> even but, there. um that's probably not gonna happen but um you can learn everything online yeah. also you you learn as you do because like i i got my degree like 10 years ago and yeah. you know technology changes and yeah. like it's so much easier today to edit than it was when I was doing things because they only let you do Final Cut Pro and it's like very like old school like Final Cut sucks. It's horrible. <laughs> I, but like once you learn once you learn Final Cut, you can do anything. But yeah. like now I do everything on iMovie mm. and it's the same process. It's way faster and it's oh, just like why well, she got you? iMovie? Yeah. She got <laughs> I got a MacBook. I can't do effects. That's one thing I can't do. But like I'm just like wow, things have become so much easier than when I was learning. So things constantly yeah. change, even if you would have a degree in something. Yeah, I definitely need to brush up because I also yeah, me ten years ago, I like know Final Cut like really well. But like, it's like it's I was editing hell. stuff last night, uh, two nights ago, and it took me like all night to like render videos. Like, there's yeah. an easier like I know. Do iMovie, girl. Yeah, I think that might be because your computer's old. Mm, no no <laughs> like premiere for instance it doesn't have that same oh, render true. issue everyone just steal premiere there's ways no yeah um because i worked on a tv show locally and like everything's premiere that's yeah. what they always premieres but i recommend easy. iMovie because you okay. can even do it on your phone like oh that's good to know. you don't like yeah. need you don't need super advanced stuff to do simple cuts and edits and whatever yeah. if you want to do effects that's different i don't yeah. do any effects so what is that after effects I don't do any of them. Yeah, I haven't played around with that. But, but like, you can YouTube anything. Yeah. Just YouTube it. <laughs> and also, like, I'm also thinking about, like, my practice outside of necessarily drag. Like, mm-hmm. is, like, what... Like, I'll always... Like, Linda will always be, like, a part... Like, I'll always be Linda, but, like, does my craft, like, go beyond that? Like, where... Like, I'm just, right... I just feel like I'm in a gestation stage right now and mm-hmm. sort of figuring stuff out. She's in her craft... Legacy. Yeah. <laughs> streaming. Craft singles. Legacy. <laughs> streaming on streaming devices October 30th. Thank you. <laughs> um, but we'll see. Like, I mean, quarantine's a good time. Everyone's reassessing their life. Yeah. I know yeah. I am. So yeah. this is the time. Yeah. Now is the time. Now is the best time. No, For no one, one thing okay. that, like... um you know, that I've definitely, like, come to realize, though, is, like, sustainability with your craft. Mm-hmm. Like, bef- like it w- it's so fucked up because, like, so many of us in nightlife, you know, we would make a living off of this or it would be part of our, like, I, I didn't do it full time, but it definitely, like, helped, mm-hmm. especially now, like, during Halloween time, I would make a lot of money off of it. But 
even then it was like the hustle of it was so unsustainable oh, and like yeah. COVID sort of like really like, nope, <laughs> like, yeah, like, you're, no. like it's like really not sustainable. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to figure out, well, what is next or how can I transform this into something else or yeah. So a lot of questions, a lot of thinking. I think we'll we're see. all in the same boat. Yeah. I know I certainly am. <laughs> well, Thank you so much, Linda. Thank you. Someone Thank I you see literally me. every day. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming <laughs> on our show. <laughs> um, where can the kids find you on the internet? Um, everything is just Linda Felcher, at Linda Felcher, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Although there's, there'll be more content on YouTube soon. Um, uh, actually... Yes, but like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, but like, I don't really know what I'm. I have an account, but I don't know what I'm doing with it yet. I had ideas. This I don't is know. The if, glory hole. Yeah. Top ninety-five percent only. <laughs> yeah, everyone's the top five percent. Oh, you know why? Because they like make a million categories. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> I was talking to Devoe about this today. Um, so OnlyFans registers everyone as a user. Or, like, as a content creator when you have an account. Uh So, basically, if you're not making content and you're just viewing other people's content and other stuff, that you're still a content creator. So, like, people that are actually, like, getting subscribers and making money, like, that's why they're the top percent because, like, everybody else else is just watching them. Yeah, they're not doing it. That's so stupid. Yeah, it's a weird setup. But anyways, that's our sex worker talk of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Um, but yay! Well, maybe cookbook. cookbook. Maybe cookbook. Oh yeah, you've talked about doing that. A I do love food. Or like, is that an app that I don't know? Because <laughs> <laughs> these days I don't freaking know anymore. Is that a sex a app I don't in know the shower about? today? And <laughs> mukbang shower combination. Um, be sounds super cursed. <laughs> super blurst. Um, but thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for being our spooky ooky. Spooky, ooky, kooky guest. Um, Thank you so much for having me. Yay. Well, I'm Art Tier. I'm C. Tepper. And this was Wig It Out! Tepper, you can follow me on Instagram at C-T-E-P-P-E-R and read my book, The State of Drag, where I interviewed 175 drag queens from around the world. All proceeds go to charity on Amazon.com. Ooh, I love that. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Drag the Martyr. And if you have any thoughts, comments, dick pics, send them to DragTheMartyr at gmail.com. Listen, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Pandora. And catch up with past episodes on work.com. That's W-E-R-R-R-K.com. Artwork for Wigging Out was provided by Glitter Baby Online. That's Glitter Baby Online. Thank you.